everybody, welcome back to another episode of Marcus Aurelius's Meditations for Modern Life, presented by myself, Adam Bates. We are progressing with book four, and today's passage is going to talk about praise. Here's the passage. It's from book four, passage 19. One who is all in a flutter over his subsequent fame fails to imagine that all those who remember him will soon be dead, and he too. The same will be true of all successors, until the whole memory of him will be extinguished in a sequence of lamps lit and snuffed out. But suppose immortality in those who will remember you, an everlasting memory. Even so, what is that to you? And I do not simply mean that this is nothing to the dead, but to the living also. What is the point of praise, other than for some practical aspect of management? As it is, you are losing the opportunity of that gift of nature which does not depend on another's word. So, okay, let's talk on this first in the concept of Marcus's time. Okay, you've got to consider, firstly, he's Emperor of Rome, right? So he, with every single thing that he he does, every decision that he makes, it influences a lot of people. It's known to a lot of people and a lot of people will judge him. But if you imagine yourself in that position, and you could think of this for politicians today as well, the decisions that are made, he obviously wants to make from reason, right? What is best for the greater good? But that judgment can easily be swayed by you know, the perceived opinion of others. It's very difficult in perhaps in many circumstances, I'm sure, that you would have encountered to make decisions that actually make everyone happy, right? You think a decision you know, where it's based on the economy or what have you, like a decision for one group of people may seem great, but may not be great for another. And those conflicts Marcus would always have to sort of deal with. He may have to deal with making decisions that are for the greater good, but are actually going to go against what the immediate wishes of his people are, or many of his people. You know, he may have to relinquish, if you like, their chance of self-gratification or instant gratification for the greater good for the future of Rome, for the future of the empire. And that that can that's not always an easy thing to do. And I think that's why Marcus returns to this scene quite a lot. It obviously does relate back again to the judgment of others as well. But let's look at this in the context of today's world. Now, I'm sure all of us, we, we do things without necessarily realising it consciously at the time. But it's probably an interesting one to sort of step back and analyse and think about. How often do we do things where we are expecting praise for others. Even if we're not directly doing those things for praise, so to speak, we may expect it. We may expect that comes with it. Yeah, how many times do you check your phone or social media to see how many likes you've got, what reactions you've got to a post? You know, that's, that's the same thing as about when I was growing up before social media, you know, where it's you're in a group of people trying to impress them, right? Group of friends and what have you. You want approval, you want praise. And to be honest, that is like a normal, it's a normal human reaction, but it's also like a normal animalistic reaction, right? The human need of security, okay? 
So it's a hard thing to avoid. But imagine if you could step back and just think when every action that you do, hang on a minute, why am I, why am I checking this right now? Why am I looking to see what, what likes I've got, what reactions I've got? What, what difference does that make? What difference does that make to the objective for, uh, for making that post in the first place? Now, the mate, you may even be listening and yeah, I'm sure we all have at times perhaps, maybe even made a post for subconsciously or consciously, we're actually inside feeling the need for that praise. Praise can be addictive. You know, if you're used to getting praise and suddenly it stops, you will feel a void there. How do we avoid that? Well, you don't become dependent on praise in the first place. You know, to, to not feel elation at, um, you know, feeling a lot of praise for something that you've done. I've, yeah, referring to posts, but obviously it could be anything in life. Um, I think, you know, talking on social media, that is our way, isn't it? Where we can actually instantly reach like a large number of people. You know, in the past, it was just that group of people around you and you can pretty much reach all your friends in one go right now. And that opens a door to judgments. Obviously, one of those being being praise itself. So have a little think. Each time that you're doing something, are you doing it because it's, done out of objectivity, out of reason? Is it an action that is leading you towards where you want to go in life? Or are you doing it to receive some short-term gratification and praise? Now, if you're doing things for praise, you may receive it, but that praise will be short-term, it will die, and then you'll need another hit. So remember with all that you do, remember the reason for it. Don't waste time then checking on your your likes and reactions. You know, if you're putting out a post that's to help somebody or it's relevant to you, then that should be its job done. You know, if Marcus were to make these decisions about like the future of the empire to pass laws and, and, you know, what have you, if he were then going to emotionally feel that reaction of of the people every single time, think how that would skew his judgment. He became used to the praise subconsciously or consciously may then start making decisions to receive that praise. And that's not to say that praise is bad, but we can't, it's to say that we should not be doing actions just to receive praise and to be conscious of it. You know, for example, I, I do this podcast and I receive a lot of praise for it, right? But I do this podcast because it helps people. I talk about love and receiving the messages and stuff that I do, but that's not to praise me on doing a good podcast. That's because I want to know that it's helping you and helping your life because that is my mission, right? You know, I, I could receive messages, um, be happily see, receive messages every day if someone says it's a shit podcast, if I also hear how it's changed their life. You know, there are times where doing what I do, I will say things to people that other people won't, that are hard to hear, um, that maybe because <laughs> she's just not being nice, going back to the last episode. But then ultimately months down the line, I see that their life's improving and they've taken it on board, you know. So I'm doing those things again, you know, where I know I'm not going to, I'm going to receive negative judgment, so to speak, from that person, but I'm doing it for the greater good. It's the same with this, you know, I, I could be doing a podcast on Tottenham Hotspur, right? And I'm sure I could do a very good job. <laughs> I may well get some messages saying I hate the podcast. I may well get some praise saying it's an absolutely brilliant podcast, but that's not really going to fulfill me because again, that's that short-term gratification. That podcast 
may not be helping people or isn't going to be helping people the same way that this one does. Just have a, have a think about this, you know, just, just to, you can spend a day doing this where every, you know, consciously throughout the day you think, huh, am I reacting to some praise there? Am I doing something, saying something, writing a comment, doing a post, whatever it is, saying certain things in a group of people, am I doing things just to get praise here? Because we all do it. But ultimately, you know, it's the perception of others again that, that we're actually seeking that judgment from others. So we're actually seeking that thing that we've talked about, um, you know, not being um, relevant to you in the previous episode. You know, we talked about judgment, how it says something more on themselves and what have you. Well, do you really want people putting you on a plateau? No, it's, 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 it can be nice to have a reinforcing feeling that we're doing some good work in the world, right? But I, are we always doing that? As I say, just go about your day and just think how many actions, how many choices, how many things we say, and you're doing it to get a certain response from others, to be praised from others because you think others will like it, others might find it funny or what have you. And think how much time we actually can waste looking for that gratification, which in the scheme of things means nothing. As Marcus says, those people who are given that praise will die, so will you. But a work that's done objectively, you know, that's planned for its greater good, where it, it you know, it's irrespective of the times of what people think at the times, but, you know, in centuries later, people look back and, and see it as a good work. When you're doing that, that work can last. Yeah, so I do slightly disagree with, I mean, Marcus has proved himself wrong, if you like, hasn't he? Because he said that his name will be soon be dead as the, you know, like the sequence of lamps that are extinguished. Well, his lamp is still burning because I'm redoing this podcast. Many of us read the book, right? And this is nearly 2,000 years later. So, you know, his lamp still can burn. But where does it burn? It doesn't burn because it was praised by a lot of people. It burns because what he was writing was about objective reason, that gift from nature that still bears true for every one of us today. Guys, thank you very much for listening and I'll see you next time.